Hi, I'm Renee Rochelle, the founder and president of One True Match. I'm here to help you find and cultivate the love of your life. For over a decade, I've dedicated my life to the importance, purpose, and dynamic of human relationships. My team and I are disciplined by faith, love, and integrity to help our clients find the quality relationship they've always dreamt of. Each week, I will be sharing the tools and tips I've learned that have rooted my success as a matchmaker with other leaders around the world. Hello, loves. I am excited to be here on another, of course, I'm always going to say this because it's Florida, sunny day, and sitting here with another favorite guest of mine for more tabletop conversations during this holiday season that is coming up. And I had to bring on one of my, another, of course, everybody's my favorite, but uh, Dr. Chris Henry is with us today, which is an amazing orthodontist who also has a great practice and St. John's County, if anybody's looking for anyone with that specialty or need, we will put his information down in our show notes later on. But I brought him on because his incredible journey that he has to finding the love of his life. So today's topic is about not settling and taking the journey to find the one with true hope. And so when I heard, of course, Chris's story and his lovely wife, Suzanne, is here with us as well, I had to share this, this story with our audience to give everybody a little bit of hope during this holiday season because he truly waited to find the love of his life. And he was all of a young age of what, Chris? Say hello. Um, hey, everybody. Uh, 48? 49, I think. I think I was able to squeeze it in. <laughs> You know, I was 48 actually, but turned 49 right before we got married on August 24th, yeah, 2019. So I, so I want Chris to share his story of how he went through his journey. Um, of course, I want you to even share the story that he is the son of a pastor, yes. even. And so you were embedded in you probably ever since a child that you know you've got to find that person. And so please share yes. your story with us. Oh yeah, not only was my dad a pastor, my grandfather was a, pa- was a pastor. So you know it seemed destined that I would be a pastor. So if dental school wouldn't have worked out, I would have probably been in seminary. So yes, uh, <laughs> I would say from a young age, I can't remember not being in church. Um, you know, probably having a, a, a phenomenal army of prayer warriors like grandparents and grand and, and aunts, uncles, mom and dad all praying, you know, you know, you hit that certain age and they're all like uh, hoping you meet someone. And I, I, you know, I'm pretty OCD and ADD at the same time. And, you know, so I was just really, really focused at an early age about, you know, thinking of medical school, then dental school became more apparent that that was kind of my calling and my path. And, uh, I kind of let that be my focus for a long time. And then you kind of, as a guy, when you wake up and you go, gosh, you know, uh, I guess I should be married by now, you know, and, uh, you know, but more than that, just sidetracked by probably um, relationships that um, I don't know, some were really toxic, um, some were just not right. um, And I just didn't, as as we said in the title, settle. you know, and, and years go by, you know, and you're just thinking, gosh, you know, are you listening? You said you were not supposed to be created to be alone. And, um, you know, you, you, you I, I don't know. I mean, it was probably the process of, of going from one relationship, hoping the next one would fix something that was wrong in the last. And eventually, I'm just a slow learner, I guess, you know, so it <laughs> took to 
48 years old to, to kind of find myself uh, demographically moving or geographically moving from Alaska to, to Florida to be near back around family. And, uh, you know, once again, in another relationship that had its uh, crazy hurdles and, and, and things that would have sidelined me and not, not been anything, you know, what God had in plan for, for, for my life, for sure. Uh, so I had heard about Tony Robbins. I even found a Christian counselor here in the area on this new journey of uh, starting a new practice. Being around family was super helpful. So if anyone's listening and you think even if your family is kind of annoying or quirky or different, <laughs> um, if they love you and praying for you, you probably should find yourself closer to them for sure. Because uh, they want the best for, for you for sure. Uh, for me, I just needed a little bit more help. So I had made some financial investments in Tony Robbins for a year. Also, I was seeing a counselor like once a week, Christian-based counselor, to kind of piggyback on top of that. Um, yeah, it was it was hard. I think one of the hardest things I had to do, not just my education, I'd probably like to take, you know, organic chemistry again, then sit down with a counselor once a week for an hour <laughs> digging in. And I think it, it, and I had seen counselors before in my past, but the difference was um, I was pretty good at, um, you know, letting them know what I want them to know, like probably a lot of us are who are right. listening to this podcast, you know, <laughs> it's like, I'll open up a little bit, you know, I don't want to give them too much. Uh, but I, I ripped the bandaid off and, and just laid it on the table. I mean, first of all, I didn't want to waste my time and money mm-hmm. and I figured what I had done in the past hadn't really worked. So, right. So it, it's like the self discovery is what you went through. Yeah. And I tell you, man, when you, you look in the mirror every day, but when you go deep, in your process of where you really messed up like what led to those toxic relationships uh, i'm i'm the oldest of four i have three little sister younger so they're not little anymore but they're <laughs> grown women with kids and uh but they found love faster than i did and i don't know if that's the lady thing or what but um i know they were praying for me uh but as a big brother and, and some complications too you know even with my family when i was younger i i would often find myself like in a relationship not knowing i was in one and then I'm like, oh, you like me. Okay. So then, you know, things just kind of spun. And I, and, 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 and it was awkward in a, in a sense of where I think what I had to peel back to, like the layers of the onion, like you were talking about, it, it gets hard is when you go, it, you, you can take that first layer and it hurts. And then the second layer is like, oh my goodness, this is a lot more complicated than I thought. So, um, and we always say you have to put that oxygen mask on yourself. But yes. I always tell everybody, part of putting that oxygen mask is not putting it just up to your mouth. You have to take a really deep yep. breath <laughs> to yep. inhale everything you're about to yep. put out to digest it. Yep, on the plane, you can't help your kid if you don't, you know, put it on yourself first. You right. Be so any any use to, it, to to anyone. Um, and, and, and it was difficult. I mean, I'd say for a year plus, I was coming out of some very toxic seven-year relationship. Then there was another one that had its complications, and it was hard. It was embarrassing. I mean, nobody really wants to kind of admit that. Uh, going deeper, uh, and and, and uh, it was a lot of lonely nights. I mean, I remember. I mean, it was I was starting a business. I think I worked more just so I'd have something to do so I wouldn't have to go back to my apartment and be alone. Right. Um, even though I had family close by, I tried to peel myself away and not be a you know, fly on the wall at their house too much. 
So. Well, and I always say, like, in our last podcast that we just did, when you're single, this is your time to do all the things that you want to do. Don't wait for someone. You know why? Mm-hmm. One, because it keeps you occupied, so you're not just feeling lonely. Two, it also gives you a story when you do meet someone and you go on a date, you have something to talk about. Like, if you're just sitting there by yourself waiting for God to drop someone from the sky on your couch, which you know is not going to happen unless you're online dating, which that always leads to whatever everybody's stories are but that, right? True. Absolutely. <laughs> that, like, so. So I want to also bring Suzanne into this in conversation because now that you have met your beautiful bride and your lovely wife, who's also, I might have to say, my best friend. So yes. Chris had to go through a very intense screening <clears throat> process because when your best friend is a matchmaker <laughs> and her other best friend is successfully in a happy marriage <laughs> and she, you know, her story, obviously, we won't get into too many details. because We'll we're save that about, for another day. I'm but sure. Right, exactly. Everybody has a journey. And so, Chris, I mean, you share with us, like, when you then met your beautiful wife today, how you knew it was the one, and even through our interrogation process, <laughs> how you absolutely knew it was the one. <laughs> well, I, you know, we, our, you know, our initial uh, encounter, our story started at Tringali Barn down in St. Augustine at a, a fundraiser. Um, I was supposed to have my wing person, my sister, to be there, and she bailed up on me on the last minute. And I really couldn't get out of it being one of the sponsors for the event. I think it was the Junior Service League? Yeah, yep, Junior Service League. So so I found myself in the in the barn and um, standing next to two guys I didn't even know, you know, having barbecue. And Suzanne walks in, stunning dress. I think it was a, a low-cut uh, beige dress with sequins. And... It was like the, uh, something out of the movies. The barn door opens, and I'm sure there was this breeze that came through, you know. And I, I quickly noticed her, and I said to myself, she's probably married or with someone else. There's no way I, some lady looks like that gorgeous and here alone. So I just kind of gulped my barbecue down, and the two guys who I didn't know, I said, I'm going to go do some other fundraising activities so I don't stare at this awesome, beautiful lady. So uh, probably some some point in that evening one of our mutual friends and uh introduced me and as i was walking you know towards the this person i was getting ready to meet i said you know god what are the odds of this the lady that i saw walk in and it and it was her and uh lo and behold we had lived in some of the same places in the past knew some of the same people which was highly unusual and uh from there it was like um i needed to go back to finish some other things i was doing at the fundraiser and uh just get back to her. And right. it was kind of like Cinderella. I came back, she was gone. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that would might have been good or bad because she might have asked me to dance and I'm uh, really not a good dancer. So um, You wouldn't have gotten a second date if that's what would have been. It would have been. He's a really good dancer. It would have been, been risky. So I didn't. Uh, but, you know, a couple of weeks later, tracked her down, got her number. And, uh, I, you know, from there, it, you know, um, you know, for, for, for me, it was, uh, I knew pursuing her, and that might sound like a harsh word in today's climate, but, uh, I mean, I wasn't stalking, but pursuing her, I had decided that it was, uh, you know, just one of those things where I wanted to know more. Um, so uh, asked her out on a date. It went well, and uh, I think quickly, on, early on, I, I don't know if I said it verbally, but I think she knew that I wasn't playing games, in a sense, and I think that's so important in today's world um we were so wrapped up with so many distractions and mm-hmm. things that seem real that aren't and right. uh 
and I and, and I know Suzanne even after marriage continues to find out more of who I am and I pray every day that I don't disappoint her so right and well and I love that you bring that up one of our most leading couples that wrote the book men are like waffles when our spaghetti um, they always say what keeps their marriage strong after 40 something years of marriage is that they always curiosity they always stay mm-hmm. curious about each other, which I just love that tip. Mm-hmm. Um, Pam and Bill Farrell, they're just awesome in so many ways. But I think that, like, going back to what you're saying, Chris, in our, in our audience that's listening to this is, you know, the topic is don't settle um, in taking the journey to find the one. So, you know, at 48, what advice could you give to our audience listening um, that are in waiting or holding or in hope, whatever word you want to use, um, <laughs> that are just, you know, I mean, cause at 48, like you kind of like woke up is basically what you're saying. And you took a different path to say, I'm going to go this direction and look at where God took it. So yeah, I think Einstein said, if you continue to do the same thing, right? expecting the different results, it's insanity. insanity. <laughs> so, uh, I think alongside the sanity is, toxicity pain burdens and if you're doing the same thing i don't i don't care if you're 24 or 48 52 62 if you've had something amazing in your life and you want it again then you should know what that looks like you know and so i think on on that journey for me is is the hardest part yeah it goes back to finding out who i was what what did i ended up what did i do what i had what the patterns in which i had been doing them what what played out and the hardest part for me and granted there were a lot it was realizing that i was i was i had i had issues it wasn't someone else it wasn't someone else feeling that the journey was getting whole now i'm 100 percent when i met suzanne far from perfect but i was at a healthier point to have and I call her my angel, a blessing just to come into my life. Had I been at that same point a year, year and a half ago, messed up, still expecting someone like Suzanne to fix me and, and make me better and and uh, be everything that you know God wants to be for me, I would have messed it up probably very quickly. Probably wouldn't sure. got to the first date, you know. <laughs> so um, to 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 kind of speak into the maybe the hearts and minds of anybody listening, no matter what age you are. I mean. I, I, the hardest part is taking an introspective look and really deciding um, if you've tried to put something there. And, and you don't have to be 48. I mean, you could be 28, you know. Uh, and I, I wish somebody would have, you know, I call it the, the coach's uh, response when a football player doesn't really get it and they have to grab the face mask and pull them in close. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've all seen that on TV. <laughs> you know that person's listening 100% because they've got them you know by the grill and they're in their face and you, you just wish you could hear everything going on because you know it's interesting and um and i and i wish i, w- I wish number one i would have had more respect for someone who's l- lived it before and i wouldn't have been so prideful to just say i'll figure it out you know because it took me a long time right you know and uh um but you know god's not created us to be alone and it and it some people do get along with by themselves better that's great but i would even challenge you if that's where you're at to take a better look at that part of you and something has to be missing i can guarantee it right and so i was going to kind of tie that into like a lot of our clients when you talk about the insanity methodology right so like our clients obviously hire us because they're like you know what 
this is not easy alone. Dating is not in today's world. So they're like, I'm going to try something new. And I'm going to have, I, I, I care enough about me and my future mate that I'm going to basically hire a relationship coach. Just yeah. like you hired, you know, a, a, a psychologist or whatever you do. Because uh-huh. at the end of the day, like you needed the advice to get you deep into your heart and soul to be ready and prepared mm. for Suzanne. Um, and so I think that that is one of those things that needs to be, like um, something where you're continuously um, working on yourself so mm-hmm. that you're ready and prepared. And I know with a lot of our clients, there's absolutely yeah. nothing wrong with them. It's just sometimes even the advice or the feedback or things like that are really mm-hmm. valuable to give them the best advice that we can mm-hmm. so that then they're truly, when they meet that person, they're ready. Yeah. Well, I mean, so so true. You can be, I, I guess, so... Um, balance if you will one of the things i learned kind of on on that 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 journey is that you can you can feel complete or balanced but if you really look at everything going on in 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 your life whether it's finances or business or your profession uh your relationships whether family or with that significant other and you look and you really truly grade each of those and there's no way that everybody can be a hundred there's no way that someone could be a hundred percent full on every spoke on that wheel. And so if you're honest with yourself, you've always got something to work on. And I would challenge anyone out there, if you're happy and you're and, and you're together with that awesome and magical gift of the one, uh, continue to work, continue to be a scholar and a student of that, that other person. And if you're not, if you're not balanced right now, I dive deep in yourself. Cause it, no matter how um, successful happy you think you are there's there has to be an area of your life that you need to work on for sure right and i and i am a witness to both chris and suzanne even as much as like he was in holding and hope and waiting whatever you want to call it prayerfully waiting i guess i would say for your maid um is that then you meet that person right so you have all these expectations so many people have this disney fairy tale like imagination how this is going to be and so we our expectations are like even higher than disney which is insanity because <laughs> sure. no one's perfect and right. then, you know, you get there and then you're married and all the excitement, it's just then it's just the two of you. And then you mm-hmm. throw on, maybe like in your both cases, you bought a house together, then you're moving. You, there's a lot of moving parts that no one really thinks through that life mm-hmm. happens. Life is just thrown at you in all different at levels. And, you know, and in your case, you know, Chris took on three beautiful children from Suzanne's, you know, world. And so, like, there was navigation in that. And so I think it's so important that you have somebody, even once you meet that person, that's in, like, neutral gear, I say, like, in, in both of their lives. I'm very involved. Just to be like, if anybody's having an issue, you know, I'm like, you better call me and, like, things like that. So I think the one thing, there's a lot of people out there listening to this, and and they are not settling, but they also don't know how to actually get into a relationship because they're also their expectations they're like well i don't want to pull the trigger and then it's not the right one but regardless my point is and i want i want to ask Mm. you this question because you walked this line (laughs) um and that like how do you how do you then say i'm i'm gonna give this all and i'm gonna continue to work on it because no one's perfect and you guys have had your you know learning curves about each other through this journey yeah no i i as a as a as a man, if you will, I mean, it's it's like I had to decide that what giving it all looked like. 
Does that make sense? I mean, it's like, you know, in the past, um, if someone's your you're dating or they're your girlfriend, you haven't given them the, it, your all. You right. can say you have, um, but I challenge you on that, that you have not. And it's not a piece of paper, but I think it's, it's, it's a vow between you and that amazing person, and it's God. And then no matter what happens, you work it out. Right. You come to the table every day when you wake up, Hopefully you say your prayers, and then um, whatever whatever day comes. And I was gonna chime in, like, um, so Chris he wakes up every morning and he prays for us. No, oh, I love for that. The kids, he prays for us. He prays for everything, and it's just it's such a good example, you know. Right. Which I always say, a praying morning. couple stays together. So right. praying together is huge. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. But then I mean. I guess the other thing is being a preacher's kid, I can I can attest to where you can pray. Prayers don't work out, you know, in the past, you know, because you, you, you can have your own intentions. And that's where I think it goes back to having your heart in check that you, um, it says in James that, that, you know, if you pray, but you're not, a, you don't believe you're going to be like a boat tossed about. So you, you have to pray and then you have to be faithful in your commitment. Mm-hmm. I, I mean... Over two years now, being married, I mean, you know, I haven't woken up one day and decided, oh, my God, what have I done? <laughs> I, I haven't. Suzanne can tell you. Yeah. I mean, and there, I mean, and at 48, you think you got to figure it out. And you're like, ah, okay, now I'm in a good place. We'll get married. It'll be sunsets, awesomeness. And, you know, I can tell you. Three kids or not, I mean, you know, teenagers. with the teenagers <laughs> with a, or a crazy dog or um you know <laughs> buying a, a, a remodel there no matter what it is you mm-hmm. know there's a there's a choice you have to make to where you're you're it, it again you're just not going to give up no and life is always going to throw you hurdles mm-hmm. no one's perfect and so if you strongly feel that there's enough values morals and things that align in your world mm-hmm. then i mean in our business there's so many times people will say i'm like you know if we could live forever and we had no morals or any type of whatever mm-hmm. we could probably fall in love with over a hundred people but who wants to do that we don't have that much time we do have morals and so when you find that person that you know by a shadow of a doubt, you mm. could do life together forever. That's all you need to know, you know? Mm. And so finding the right one is super important. Asking yeah. the right questions, like we did with both of you, for sure, <laughs> um, to make sure that you guys have the stick to whatever you want to call it, that is mm. going to survive a lifetime together. But there are going to be so many things that are going to be also thrown at you guys. Yeah. And it's just about finding that person that you know you can grow with and make one another better. So I am so blessed and super excited that you both took the time to come in and talk to our audience today. And I feel like there was like 12 more questions I had to ask you, but I can't believe already it's been about the time that people want to listen to what we have to say. So um, I would love for you to write in and share with us any questions that you have, particularly for Chris in his situation, if you're in his in his boat, um, or even his lovely wife, Suzanne. I'm sorry we never really introduced you, so say hello to everyone, Suzanne. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I can't wait to have you back to do, like, the, the next chapters of this and talk even more about things that you or guys Or her chapter. Can't. 
or her chapter, there right? Because everybody wants to also hear your side of the story, which is very interesting, too, um, coming from, you know, your past as well. So we'll have Suzanne back on for another one, absolutely. But I hope you guys find this found this very valuable, and I cannot wait till our next conversation. We're going to love and leave you and talk to you soon. Bye. It's been another great talk on this episode of One True Talks by Renee Rochelle. I look forward to our next chat. Please write in your questions and comments so I can be sure to talk about whatever it is you want to discuss in our next upcoming episode. Lots of love. God bless. XOXO.